Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. That doesn't change, but my guests do every month. And this month, we're talking about artistic August. And my guest today is going to talk about art from a completely different perspective. And I'm not saying that this is really only for women, because I think there's a lot of men that should be listening to what she's got to say as well. But I'm going to tell you without a doubt, women are going to lean in and pay attention to this. So my guest is Laura Cheadle. She's an attorney turned life choreographer. Hmm, There's a little art there. She's also an author, a speaker, and wait for it, a burlesque dancer. She believes women deserve to be seen for who they are, not what they do or who they are in relation to others. Imagine that. Her mission is to empower women who are done sacrificing themselves for others or those who are just settling for, well, it's good enough. Why rock the boat? Relationships, careers or bodies or being judged for everything they do, say or wear. God help us all. And instead, deep breath, get to know who they are themselves without those labels, without those roles, without scripts that we tell ourselves we have to follow and actually show up unapologetically, just who we are. In other words, and get this to her her title, re-choreograph the next stage of their life, our life on our own terms, so that we can actually kind of dive in with more enthusiasm, joy, and uh, this one is important satisfaction. Now, she is the author of Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, and Spiritual Self. She also has her podcast called Flaunt, the Flaunt Podcast. And uh, she's got a few things that I think are going to really get us talking today. So Laura, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to share all of this. Well, you have, I mean, I love your bio. It's just so much fun in there, but I think that, you know, when you showed up and obviously anybody who's watching the video, they're like, oh my God, this is woman filled with energy and knows herself. Maybe not uh, always, because I think we all have a story to tell before we find ourselves, our crazy hair color, whatever it is, but tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Ooh, I love that. Um, I I like there's so much to say. I love that you started though with everybody has their story because my story is kind of an ugly, sad story. 23 years into my marriage, I found out that my husband had been cheating on me for 15 of those years with five different women. Wow. Yeah. So needless to say, it completely gutted me. And I went from being like, I know myself and I'm smart and I can do this and I'm creative and to whoa, I must be so worthless and ugly and unworthy and not smart. And it completely destroyed me. And it was this artistic piece 
that really brought me back home to myself, that got me out of my head and back into my heart and into my body and allowed me to create and to shock my own potential. How can I live through this? How can I be happy again? How can I just be like, do, 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 do. I'm this happy person and I'm a burlesque dancer. And, I, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what I really help my customers and my clients to do is realize people can do things to you. You can be victimized. Yeah. But you don't have to be the victim. You've got so much potential. And sometimes the shock of trauma is what you need. Ah, that is so true. You know, and not, not from that same perspective or story or anyway, but people always ask me why shock your potential. And I always say, because, you know, we all have potential in us. We all know we do. But so many of us let it lie dormant because, you know, to try and reach it is it's vulnerable. It's scary. It's at risk. And so sometimes in order to get that going, it, you need somebody or something to give you that jolt, that, that burst of energy. And I always relate it to, you know, if you come across a, an electrified fence and not one that's going to, you know, give, make your heart stop, but you know, those little ones that you could probably stick your tongue on and would hurt you, but you put your finger on and you go, Oh, you know, like a little kid, but that jolt of energy makes you more awake. It makes you more aware. It makes you stop and go, okay, wait, do I want to move forward? Do I move back? What do I do? And I think that you're saying something absolutely in the same vein is sometimes that horrible trauma can be the, the catharsis that says, okay, all right, well, that sucked, but I'm right. not going to stay there. Exactly. Because how many of us, well, I'll do that, but I've got to do the dishes first. And you know what? I really can't go out. It's the weekend, but I'm, I've just got to reground and I've got to take care of the yard and run the kids to soccer and da, 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 da. And pretty soon 10 years have gone by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, were all those weeds in the garden really worth it? Right. <laughs> right. Or, you know, I won't do that until I lose 10 pounds and look better. And I won't do yeah, that yeah. until, and I'm not going to enjoy quite yet. I'm not ready. Enjoy now. Yeah. Not quite yet. So tell me about becoming a burlesque dancer. And I ask you this because I actually have a friend who did, um, you know, kind of a, a striptease kind of pole dancing, pole dancing, not striptease, but pole dancing class. And she did it before I met her. And I was like, I wish I would have known you when you were doing that because I would love to have done it. And then I'm like, why haven't I done it? Why not? Just because I want to go with another friend so I don't feel alone? How silly is that? But it's until, you know, I haven't thought about it for a couple of years. But as I was reading your bio, I was like, Tell me how this happened because there's some, there's got to be something incredibly freeing about this. Oh, it's amazing. And I tell the story in my book, but for me, it kind of happened by happenstance. Um, I was a dancer growing up. I love dancing. I think so many people love dancing. And then again, life is just busy. And why am I going to take time away from my family or my corporate mm -hmm. job or spend the money on dance classes? I'm an adult. Get over it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I found a coupon online for a pole dancing class and it was terrifying, <laughs> but I went by myself, fell in love with it. But then because I was busy, the only class that was available was a burlesque class. And I thought, I don't really even know what that means or what it right. is. Yeah. But if it works in my schedule, I'll take it. Well, oh my gosh, it hit me hard because burlesque is a parody. Mm -hmm. It pokes fun of the things that we are all uptight about, which is uh -huh. why, yeah, semi-nudity is used. 
because for a woman to show her body is very taboo. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't care if you're a man or a woman or what orientation you are. If somebody's naked, you want to look at it because we're always, yeah, we're always curious and we're always comparing. Do I look like that? What does she look like? How does we're curious? Well, burlesque, yeah, leans into that and says, we're all totally different and what's wrong with it anyway. And it says nothing about my integrity or if I'm easy or a good mom or a smart person, let's just, yeah, revel in that joy and in that tease that we're all curious, but nobody wants to admit to it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it though. I, I can imagine. So when you went then and you, and you were a part of this, you know, were you, I mean, did you immediately say, okay, I'm, I'm all in, I can do this. Or was, I mean, did you have like hesitation? You know, how, how did you break down some of those barriers? Because a lot of it happens in your head it does. before, you know, and, and you've got to get through it in your head before you, your body will relax enough into it. I mean, yes. I spent my whole life dancing. Well, my whole life, my first 20 years dancing, you know, yeah. in various ways too. But I mean, I took a tap dance class in my thirties, you know, and I tapped for years and I was like, I, I got to remember to get my head in the right place for tap dancing. I can't imagine myself getting in the right headspace <laughs> for burlesque easily on the first day. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had all of these perfectionist hangups. I've got stretch marks. I didn't start dancing till I was 44. You know, so I'm too old. I've got stretch marks. I breastfed two kids for so many years. Nobody's going to want to see this. Once I lose 10 pounds, I mean, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And what's beautiful about burlesque is it's all ages, all sizes, all everything. So pretty soon you start seeing people who are stereotypically not beautiful. And you're right. like, that's the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you just fall in love. So that's that first head shift that happens. And then the second one was, well, I can do this, but I'm only going to strip to like a bra and panties. I can't go to pasties. And I did. (laughs) I stripped to bra and panties and I thought that was nothing. Like I'll wear a swimsuit. (laughs) That was nothing. I'm totally okay with this. And I got on stage and I was all prepared to strip. And there was that moment right before where you're like, can I, can I not? And you just hear the whole crowd going, and you're like, yes, I can. And it makes me cry to talk about it. But after my first show, a woman came to the, um, the, the backstage area and she was in tears. And she said, if you can do it, I can do it. If you can be beautiful, I can be beautiful. And I thought after I had my third baby, I couldn't thank you. Oh, Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you are so right. I mean, I'm so thankful that not, not just that she said it to you, which is amazing for you, but that she said it to herself. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how many of us are like, Oh, my ship has sailed. (laughs) My time has passed. I can't do that now. Yeah. It's funny. My husband and I were talking about, um, you know, we always, <laughs> wherever we go, we end up like, uh, we, we believe we should have a television show say, that's called She Owns It. And the reason being is, you know, we'll sit there and we'll watch people walk by and some will be in crazy outfits, you know, daring outfits, bland outfits. It doesn't matter. It all, it's all about whether they own it, whether they feel comfortable in it. And you can have people in the craziest things or the skimpiest things 
and they walk with purpose. Like I looked in the mirror today and I said, damn, you look good. You know, and you walked out the door and I don't care what size, shape, whatever you've got going on when they own it is such a sense of power. And uh, my husband said to me the other day, and I think he was just sucking up, you know, because, you know, we're in our 50s now. And uh, he said, uh, he goes, you know, I think it's even more sexy when I see a, an older woman and what he was referring to was me, you know, not me in this moment, but an older woman. He's like an older woman who is like fit on, in her shoulders and, you know, are fit in different areas. And, and he's, I said, tell me why, you know, and we had a really great conversation about it. And, and when the, the end result was because you know how hard you have to work to get there, but you have to have the guts to start working to get there. And I'm like, you're right, because it is so easy at 52 to say, oh, but I, I got to give up. And I'm on my second round of like, you know, trying to lose the last 10 pounds that I want to lose. And I'm doing pull-ups. I'm doing these things I've never done before, because up until a year ago, I always said, well, I can't do that. I can't yes. do that. I can't do pull-ups. That's for young people. I can't, <laughs> I can't yes. go run anymore. My knees might hurt. Well, I run three days a week. I'm doing pull-ups. I'm doing three-minute planks. But I... But I had to break through that mental thing that said, you can't because. Yes. I love that you said that too, that it's overcoming that hump because I'm 52 as well. And same thing. I want to protect my joints and I don't want to injure myself because it's a reality that as yeah. you age, yeah, it's easier to do that. So it is more work. It's more yeah. effort and it's more thoughtful and it's more creative and yes. it's more beautiful. Yeah. And it's, you know, not taken away from anyone else who's, you know, young and all that too, but it's, I think whether it's, you know, thinking about stretch marks or, you know, uh, things that sag and, uh, you know, the, the wrinkles, the, all the things that we keep, you know, that, that, that making that decision to say, I'm going to try and put that aside. And I think yep. even when you say it, it probably takes a while to get there and to keep it there, keep it, you know, it's, it's easy to jump on the boat, but then you start to teeter off. But, you know, when you're, when you have somebody that's working with you, you know, those first few steps that they're taking, do they kind of have fits and starts like, okay, I'm all in. And then they're like, wait, hold on. I don't know. I got to think about it. Okay. Well, now I'm back here again. Okay. I'm going to go back a little bit because it's got to be a battle. It is. It is. And the thing is too, like I had a show last weekend and it was my first show in year. There was a huge part of me that was like, oh no, I'm really out of shape. I've got my pandemic pounds on me. I can't do yeah. that. So yes, it's a reality for me. It's a reality for you. It's a reality for all of my clients. And, and there's a few things that it's important to realize. First of all, that's totally normal. Nobody ever just said, oh, I'm going to go, you know, get an MBA or I'm going to, oh, go, you know, start the whole civil rights movement. And it just flows. Things right. are hard and it's normal to feel confident one day and it's normal to totally lose your confidence the next day. You never fully arrive. So I think yeah. that's yeah. The, first, the first thing to realize. And then the second thing that I really like to tell people is it's always darkest right before dawn. That mm -hmm. moment when you were the most terrified where you're like, this was stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I started this because this is what really was dumb. I thinking? <laughs> yeah, that is that subconscious portion of your brain trying to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. And when you get there, celebrate, celebrate that it's scary because that means you're really right on the breakthrough. And that's mm -hmm. the moment you have the choice to move into that lizard brain, to move into that subconscious brain, or to be like, uh-uh, I am the choreographer and creator of my life. 
and I'm going to choose something different. Yeah. And I love, I love that concept of choreographer of your own life because it's, it not only puts you in this, the seat of power, which is important, but the whole concept of choreography, which involves dance is about how things flow. You know, everything flows and moves and it can be as graceful as a ballet. It can be very um, incredibly intense, like a tap. It can be, you know, clogging. It can be burlesque. It's about, it's about making whatever it needs to be, but regardless of what it is, it's still something that flows, but it brings joy and beauty. Yes. To both you and to the observers. And what I also like about burlesque is there are limiting factors in our lives. And when you look at choreography, you have to look at stage size. I've, I've done tap. I've done a tap routine only to show up in the theater and learn that the stage is carpeted. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, things happen. You've got your costuming, you've got your skill, you've got your lighting, you've got other people. There are factors. How do you work with them? It's not yeah. that you just say, oh, I quit. That's it. Yeah. How do you, yeah, choreograph the experience to make it joyful for you and for everybody else. I remember um, just keeping the dance uh, choreography thing going. When I was in high school, I think, uh, the, I guess it was my sophomore year, uh, we, they, my school built a brand new uh, performance auditorium. And I always wondered why, it seemed like they built it too small anyway. It was like less than 400 seats, but what the stage had this, you know, so that was the original stage and then they had an extended stage and it had this really strange, I mean, the orchestra pit. So it was like the stage went around and then the orchestra pit was right in the middle and then the stage went in front of it and everything. So you had to be really careful doing dance moves. And I remember I was do, doing this one, uh, this one um, uh, dance thing with two other gals. And we, um, so we had to like, we were rolling over and it was, it was kind of a, you know, it had that kind of burlesque, even though we weren't doing anything that was burlesque, but that kind of music and, and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I, my, um, I was supposed to like, uh, you know, lean over and kind of like look longingly at the, uh, the conductor, you know? And so I'm, I'm doing all this. And then I, my elbow went a little too far. So I, I just caught it and I basically grabbed his head and kissed him. <laughs> You know, and here I am like a junior, junior in high school kissing the band director. And it was That's great. Funny. I love it. <laughs> and like, Let's do that again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. That's that going with the flow. <laughs> Luckily he was like, yeah, okay. That works. <laughs> I love it. Laura, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polished strip that you apply yourself. The result? A brilliant salon-quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 209-5611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash 
bhroberts backslash party backslash 2095611 or simply click the link in our show notes. And we're back with Laura Cheadle and we are talking about all things burlesque, but we're really, really talking about being the choreographer of your own life and really embracing it because it is beautiful. And our whole you know, monthly theme is called Artistic August. And so, I, you know, my question is, you know, why is this important? Why do you think it's important for people to embrace the art within them? And in this case, use it to, you know, to help them move either past some disappointments or move into a new phase of life or just maybe find something that they didn't know before. Yeah, such an amazing question. Art really connects us to our hearts and to our bodies. And we live in a world that is very headspace. We think things through, we plan it. And then when things don't turn out the way, we try to headspace it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Art is from the heart and it flows and it connects. And we talked about mm. flow earlier. When I think about our world, there's so much fear and disconnection and shame. And it's all this headspace stuff. Well, we can fix this and we're going to do that. If we just lived from that artistic space of creation and flow and beauty and play and curiosity, we would connect with each other. We would find collaborative solutions. It's not about A, B, C, or D. It's about this new creative combination. And mm -hmm. living artistically, creating artistically, connecting we will solve problems. We will change the world. And it's not that there's anything wrong with what is. It's just that there's so many more possibilities. And I really think it's time we all moved into that artistic creative space. And like that shocked the whole world with what's possible. Yeah, I agree. And when you do that too, the, the level of confidence that you gain is something I don't think you can measure because once you do build different levels of confidence, you still will have doubts and you will still have those downtimes and you will still have things that punch you in the gut. But I think then you're, because you've, you tap into that creativity, you get a little stronger. Maybe you don't stay there. It's like, you know, I, you know, I'd say I run three days a week, but we've been doing couch to 5k and so whether it's like having a break in the middle to walk for a minute before you extend the run or it's right after, the more you do it, the quicker your recovery time is. So yes. you can pick up and run again. And so it's all designed to make you more stronger so that your recovery is quicker. And that's what I think is when, when you tap into the, the art and the heart within, then you, you, re, you decrease that recovery time. So you will still have it, but it's not going to hit you as bad. And you're going to be able to move past it sooner, which means that you're continuing to advance rather than stay stuck in, in the past or the present or the downside or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you see so many different possibilities too, you know, with my own like betrayal journey, it seemed like the world was telling me the choices are you stay or you go, you know, you're bitter or you have this revenge body and you do that. None of these were really options for me. Right. Yeah, let's get creative and find a solution that works for me. And my solution is not yours. And my solution, right. yeah, might change along the way. And I like to talk about living in the glitter 
because glitter makes things <laughs> fun, but it's confusing and it's fine to live in the glitter. It's fine to be confused as long as you're like, woohoo, this is pretty. And ooh, what about that? And ooh, recovery and ooh, the couch and I need to rest and go with it. Enjoy it. What are you going to do with it? I love that living in the glitter. Yeah. And it's okay to visit it from time to time. <laughs> totally. <laughs> My husband, uh, he would call it, uh, what do you call it? Well, a lot of times he'd call it my squirrel. You know, he's like, every time he's like, squirrel, squirrel. Yep. <laughs> and I do that. And he's like, okay, that's fine for a little bit. But, you know, let's let's work on those other skills that keep you focused more. I'm like, oh, I know, but it's so fun to chase the squirrel. <laughs> and sometimes chasing the squirrel leads to something that you would have never thought of. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I feel like that's my creative time is when I'm kind of, you know, like, okay, look, I need to get up and I need to just walk around or walk in my garden, or I'm going to put on some music or, you know, whatever it is. And take, take those moments just where you're putting yourself just either it's quiet or fun. It doesn't matter, but wherever it is that you say, this is where I take the breath. This is where the headspace cleans out. Like yoga dog says, breathe. Yes. <laughs> well, I love it. I love what you do. And I love that you shared this. And I think it's so appropriate to this month. It's been so fun because all my guests have so many different perspectives and so many different things that that's their, their, their embrace and their definition of art. And I think it just really, I'm so pleased because it expands it for all of us about what, what we can do that we might not have thought about before. And I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they're like, I think this woman is someone I definitely need to talk to. What's uh -huh. the best way for them to reach you? The best way is to go to nakedselfworth.com. Woohoo! Because Love you can you say that. Oh, yes. Naked self-worth is what we all want and what we all deserve. And when you go to nakedselfworth.com, you can download my free sparkle after betrayal recovery guide. And that's, that's not necessarily an infidelity. That's we feel betrayed by our bodies when we age. We get betrayed yes. at work, right? We betray ourselves. So that's the best way to get in contact with me. I love it. Absolutely. Now, before we go, what are your last words of wisdom or pearls of advice? I love that question. Flaunt is actually an acronym and I want everybody to flaunt every single day. And what that means is F, find your fetish. Do what's fun for you every day, not just on a weekend. L, laugh out loud. I don't care how busy you are. There's always time for laughter. AU is the golden center of flaunt and that stands for accept unconditionally. You can't change other people. You've got to accept life and everyone unconditionally as they are. N is navigate. Navigate the negative. Don't stop. And above all, T, trust in your truth because you are the only person living inside your head and your heart and your body. So nobody can tell you how you're feeling. Trust in your own truth. I love it. Lauren, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I think that you are not only, like I said, a breath of bright, fresh air, but you are definitely the glitter. So thank you for being our guest. It has been absolutely fun. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. 
why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.